Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Sarah. I'm Aaron. And I'm Bree. And we're here today to talk some books. Okay, first of all, Sarah, welcome back. Thank you. How are yes. you doing? I'm okay. I'm old. I'm an old lady. I'm officially an old lady. You are, <laughs> you are not. No. <laughs> For anyone unaware, I don't mind because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, they, they don't want to ask. But no, I was in the hospital for two weeks. I had a slight cardiac issue and had to have a pacemaker put in. So other than that, I am fine. Just healing up from that. Yeah. Well, we're <laughs> so glad you're home. Yes. yes. I wish you a speedy recovery. Home, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, my, my daughter was in the hospital. We had bought some little baby turtles some years ago, not knowing anything was wrong with them. And Asia was a preemie, so... I tend to forget immune system. Mm. She caught salmonella. We didn't know it was oh salmonella till like the second week that we were there. And like the whole time I was thinking of you, Sarah, like it gets really boring in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like I know she wants to go home because I was dying. I was like, I just want to go home, but like yeah. I'm a good mom. <laughs> And that was pre-COVID. And that was that was my biggest thing is like, I had to be there a week before they even let my husband come see me. Oh, okay. so that's why. Okay. Alone. Yeah. 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 And then oh, when he did come to see me, it's like, what do you do? You can't put your mask. You have to stay six feet apart. You know, the whole kit and caboodle. And my biggest complaint about the whole thing, I was laughing with the nurse is that the pandemic's been going on for two years. Not once have I had to be COVID tested, thank the Lord, until I ended up in hospital and had it four times in two weeks. Four times yeah. I got COVID tested. <laughs> Every <laughs> procedure they were, they're like, yeah. I'm like, really? Come on, really? <laughs> like I've been here the whole time. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> if I catch it, it's one of your faults. <laughs> this episode today, we were thinking, okay, we hear people that want to get into category. Yes. But it is huge. It's huge. It's been around for a long time. There are so many places that one could start. So we figured we'd periodically hop on and do these kind of like beginner, for beginner, starter pack type episodes, which we, again, we will periodically check in and do these types of episodes because there are so many places that one could start. So these are just our opinions. It may not be a specific title that you're interested in. It may Maybe it's an author. Maybe it's a line. There's so many places that you could start. So I don't know. What are y'all? I mean, okay, Aaron and I are really new to this. My first Harlequin was a heartwarming. I didn't even know really what I was reading. It was part of the Blackwell Brothers series. And that just came in the mail. I had a friend when I started reading romance. It was like, hey, there's some authors looking for people to review their books. I know you're starting to read romance. Would you read it? And I was like, sure. And so I read the book. I loved the book. I did not realize until we started podcasting. I was like, oh, shit, I have I have read a heartwarming before. So that was my first start. And it was kind of an accident. So like, Aaron, as another newbie, how did you figure out what you wanted? to read first? Uh, so similar to you, it was kind of an accident or a uh, purposeful mistake, I guess, but it was a book club um, and it was Impact Zone by Julianne Lindsay. So it was an intrigue and I had read some cozy mysteries by her. And so it threw me off a little bit, you know, there's such a stark difference between her cozies and, and a dark intrigue. But yeah, that was that was my first experience. So and that was before I made a conscious effort to, to jump in and and start reading category seriously. Yeah. I kind of love that it just kind of happened. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like you read it and you really don't know what you're reading. So Sarah, you've been doing category on YouTube for how long now? Six years. So when you get asked, what do you say? 
Like, what is one of your responses when people are like, where should I start? My first question is, what do you read now? Do you read historical? Mm -hmm. Do you read romantic suspense? Do you like paranormal? Because that's where you start with category, in my opinion. Because literally there is something for everyone. If you are a fan of Tessa Dare and, you know, you love Bridgerton, then look to the the romantic suspense. Good night. Look to the (laughs) historical line. Like, look for those books because those are fantastic. Um, If you like a good contemporary romance, you know, uh, heartwarming, depending on your level of heat as well. That's another mm-hmm. deciding factor. Do you like your things a little bit more spicy? Then go towards desire. Do you want them not so spicy? Then try heartwarming. You want it smack dab in the middle. Uh, you know, romance might be your jam or special edition mm-hmm. might be your jam. So really that's, you know, it's it's up to the individual. It's up to the Do individual. you think that there is kind of, I don't want to say a stigma, but this idea of, I think when people think category here in North America, we automatically assume, oh, I can run to the store and get it. So if they're not obviously here in North America, you're not going to go to the Walmart and see an historical. So do you think people assume that there isn't one because they're not seeing it? Like, I don't think people think to go check Harlequin's website or if Amazon. never read it before. Correct. Right. No, you're absolutely correct. If it's not, and I feel like that's just a society thing and it's not a shot against anybody, but if it's not in front of your face, you're not going to pick it up. Right. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's safe to say if you are new to it or if somebody's new to it, find out what they enjoy reading first and direct them to the website so they can see what lines are out there already. Because really, the Harlequin website is amazing. They will break it down for you. Like, they will yeah. tell you, if you like this, like, you know, I think it's, I I don't know if it's still there, I'll have to check, but I know there used to be a quiz. Like, you oh, would wow. take a quiz and then it would give you like, oh, try these lines. And the cool thing about the website as well is, is that they always have t- uh, one book from every single line that you can download for free to read and try Oh, I think, oh, okay. I think that that's a thing. I think I've yeah, seen that yeah, they, somewhere. They refresh them every few years, but there's always, yeah. So you can, it never hurts to try. And they're, yeah. they're relatively short books. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then sure. there's some lines and some publishers where you have to go check the website because they are digital first. If you like order Julian a paperback, they're going to yeah. make you a paperback and send it. So exactly, <laughs> you have exactly. to go. Yeah. So yeah, I'm always like, man, it's kind of hard because people don't think to check the website where you're getting everything. And you'll go on Amazon and Amazon's not advertising hey check harlequin medical per se no, you know no no so yeah well we all showed up with five recommendations that we think are good places to start so i'm going to start with the first harlequin that i read when i was making an effort to start into category and it's a super romance so it's one i picked up at a library sale and it's the daddy quest by laurie handlin and it's part of the lucetti brothers series. And this was a secret baby story, but the dynamic seemed so different than other secret baby stories that I've read. So the child was 13 years old, and it turns into like, uh, these, the parents have been separated for years, but end up together looking for this, looking for their daughter that, uh, that ran away or went looking for her father. So it was a very, very different dynamic, but also just super cute in, in how, you know, I, I don't mean it's cute to have your child run away, but in the reconnection of these two people and the surprise on his part of, oh, I had this daughter this whole time, you know, and, and all of those elements. Yeah, I love that. I, I That's my favorite way to read Secret Baby when the kid is a little bit older. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the kid's already here and now you have some, some explaining to do. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think if you enjoy that one, obviously pick that one up because Aaron recommended it. But Sarah and I chatted with author Kit Hawthorne and I'm blanking on, I think it's like the Texans Secret Sun or something. I may be totally making that up. But the last Kit Hawthorne that we had in Heartwarming, the kid was a little bit older and it was like very similar. And I just, that's the book that made me fall in love with Secret Baby written that way. I was like, oh, I love this. So I feel like the stakes and everything just feels so much more intense. Like now there's this person that's already here and it's been alive and you have to build a relationship with them rather than it be like, yeah, I went and hid and I'm pregnant and you know, so yeah, 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 yeah. And having that child be an element being self aware and, you know, being able to understand the situation adds adds just another element to it that that, you know, a baby baby doesn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's yours, Sarah? Uh, the first one would be an older one, um, To Love a Cop by Janice K. Johnson. I mentioned this author in our last episode, but she also wrote for Special Edition, a super romance, excuse me, this is an old super romance. And it's about a woman who's was married to a police officer and her husband was killed in the line of duty. And she has a grown son and the son kind of joins this program, you know, for kids who don't have a dad. And the man that he meets happens to be a detective. So this man is now in their life and she's already lost her husband to this job. And now it's like, do I fall in love with someone else doing the same job? And I remember I have distinct memories of this book of reading this book because I reviewed this one on my YouTube channel and it was the only time I ever had a viewer come down on me in the comments about saying how much I enjoyed a category because they said that they were throwaway. And that's what really that this was the book, the catalyst book that really prompted me to be like, no, these are good books. This was yeah. a good book. You know what yeah. I mean? So I recommend it. Like it's it's a hard story to read, but it was so well written. Uh, and what line was it from? Super romance. Super romance. Okay. Oh yeah. man, we're gonna have to do a super romance episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna have to be like a book book club pick one of these months. Right. Because I have right? one. Oh, I yeah. Have a <laughs> yeah, I have quite a few. <laughs> I went with a more I guess recent, but not too recent. I went with Waking Up Married by Reese Ryan, which okay. was a Harlequin desire. And and it's a friends to lovers. I feel like this is a good place to start. First and foremost, if you've never read Desire before, I feel like Reese Ryan will lay down the blueprint for what to expect from Desire. It is very North American soap opera, telenovela, dramatic in the best way possible. But this one was so funny. <laughs> like the first half of the book <laughs> was hilarious. These two friends, they've been friends since they were kids. The heroine literally like stuck up for the hero as he was being bullied on the playground and they were just best friends ever since. And he has some type of job where he has to like travel a lot and he's getting this award in Vegas and he asks her like, will you come with me and be my guest? And she's like, whatever. It's their thing. So they go, they are eating some brownies. They go out, they get their award. They wake up the next day and there's footage of them having gotten married. <laughs> and I won't, I don't need to tell you what was in them brownies. <laughs> Unbeknownst to them. It felt like when I was reading it, it felt like I was like reliving like that first experience of that watching the movie so The hilarious. Hangover. <laughs> like, yes. Okay, we, obviously we did some things. Let's backtrack and figure out how we did it. And it's like, well, sh surely we didn't put anything on Instagram. And he's like, uh, yeah, too late. We are. We definitely did. <laughs> like everybody knows. <laughs> She's so good with tropes. And I feel like desires one of those lines that like, if you want to know how to do a trope, 
go to that. And she's just one of those those authors that like when she sits down and she's like, this is going to be the trope that's in the book, she's going to show you how to really do it. So Waking Up Married by Reese Ryan, go mm-hmm. check it out. My next one is kind of a series, but if you enjoy lots of food references in your reading, check out the Tilbridge Stables series by Nina Crespo. I've read The Cowboy's Surprise Match, which was kind of a, I'd say more acquaintances to lovers, but I really loved how the the romance came to be. It came like a lightning bolt to both of them. And it's just kind of like, wow, that happened. Okay, we're here now. Uh, now what do we do? <laughs> 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 and, and I I tell you, the food that's referenced in this, it makes you so hungry reading about it. So make sure you have a full stomach before you jump into <laughs> any of these books here. <laughs> I just downloaded her newest one, Chef's Kiss. When we talked with her, she <laughs> said oh. that she worked in the food industry. So I I believe Nino Crespo when she puts food in the book. Mm. Like oh, she yeah. knows what she's talking about. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh yeah, check out her Instagram too. It's always just these <laughs> oh, gosh, beautiful yes. plates of food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for me, I have a romance. And it is Road Trip with the Best Man by the great Sophie Pembroke. I knew you were going to talk about this all the time. My God, this book is amazing. So she gets jilted at the altar. The best man knows where the groom went. And the groom's like, dude, do not let her find me. And she's just like, F you guys. I'm taking the car and I am going. So the best man gets in the car with her and they start a cross-country road trip from California to New York. And along the way, it is a road trip romance. They stop at the most obscure places. I loved this book. It was so good. It was it was perfection. Absolute perfection. I loved it. Yeah. You like just smile with like the utmost happiness. Cover, like every time you talk about it. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that cover, but it's stunning. Like her makeup and her outfit is just stunning. I love it. Yeah. And I feel like Sophie Pembroke, if you have not read anything from the romance line, she's just like, an OG. Like, just start with Sophie Pembroke. I don't know. She's She's one of those authors where you're like, yeah, if you want to try it, you should try her. (laughs) Yep. So So, it sounds like there's some only one bed trope in that one. I imagine going- because it's clean or it's a sweet romance. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I remember when you read your first, when you read your first sexy Sophie. And then I read The Rebel and the Billionaire by her and I went, wait a minute, wait, wait. I had to triple check the author. I'm like, Sophie, my goodness. It was fabulous. I was reading the second book and I was like, oh yeah, it's happening in mine. And you're like, (laughs) you're like, I wasn't expecting this from Sophie. Right? (laughs) But they did change romance that they can now be a little bit spicier than they were before. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of brides, I picked one from Entangled Publishing's Love Struck line, which when we learned Entangled had category, we were like sitting here one day on the computer together. We were like, yep, read this one, didn't know, read this one, didn't know. So Love Struck is apparently a line (laughs) that Sarah and I fancied before we knew that it was category. But uh, I read The Anti-Honeymoon by Bethany Michaels and the heroine ditches her fiance at the altar because he's made their wedding like this big publicity thing. And she's like, screw this. She runs out. She gets in this getaway car and the getaway driver, (laughs) unbeknownst to him, is her fiance's ex-business partner. And she skips straight to the honeymoon. She's like, I'm still going on this honeymoon. So they go together. The whole plan is let's do opposite of everything that we had planned for this romantic honeymoon. So instead of like walking on the beach, they do kickboxing. And instead of like romantic dinners, it's like, let's just order in pizza. And it's like really fun. I mean, I read this book like 
two years ago and I still think about it. Like it was one of my first like jilted at the altar type of books. And I just loved it. I don't know. I really love seeing that (laughs) in romance. I know some people feel like it can be overdone, but if you are like us and you were unaware that this was a thing, Entangled Publishing, Love Struck Line, I think the characters tend to be a little bit older in that line, which may be why I really enjoyed it. Um, But yeah, pick this one up. It was fun. It was very trope heavy, like we're kind of used to. And I really enjoyed it. So that's Anti-Honeymoon by Bethany Michaels. So my next one is a is the follow up to the first presents I ever read. And it was actually kind of a duology. So it's two parallel stories. And it's Manhattan's most scandalous reunion by Danny Collins. And the the first one was married for one reason only, but it has to do with these uh, twin girls that were separated at birth. And one go and they, they both go to fairly well-off families but it's this adventure of them realizing that oh my gosh there's someone out there that looks exactly like me and in manhattan's most scandalous reunion it really kind of follows the the fallout from the first book and and the the main character she's she's just kind of accosted all of a sudden because her sister's this big celebrity and everything and so the paparazzi's just all in her business one day and she doesn't know what to do and the only place she can escape to is the the building of you know her her ex that uh, that you know things ended horribly and and so of it course. just goes from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know he's, <laughs> he's trying to win her back you know but she's still got you know issues with him and everything but and the, the you know the investigation of who's this other woman and it, it was so great. Okay, because you've read a lot of presents and you love presents. So oh, what yeah. about this book is the one where you're like, if you're going to start with category and pick up a presents, pick up this one. Well, I just, I don't know. It, the the drama involved in it. So the, you know, just the all of a sudden having the paparazzi after you and having to go to the last person in the world that you want to <laughs> see for help, you know, and not wanting their help, but then they're yep. just there, you know, being like, nope, I'm, I'm going to help you through this. And, you know, we're going to figure it out. And, you know, we're also going to figure out why things ended so horribly between us. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny how like when you're reading presents, you may not necessarily laugh, like it's not really a comedic line. But after like when you're talking about it, and you're uh-huh. like, yeah, <laughs> some of the ridiculous drama. <laughs> right. The next one I have is not a specific book. It is an entire series. But I think it's paramount if you wanted to delve into the blaze line and that is the sons of chance series by vicky lewis thompson first book is called wanted cowboy contemporary romance need i say more it's the (laughs) series there's like 17 books in the series it starts off with like the brothers and you know how they each find a mate and then it gets on to like cousins and then this and that it's 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 just so much fun. There, Vicki Lewis Thompson is so fantastic and her books are so great. This is one of the first big series in Blaze that I read my whole way through and I absolutely loved it. Okay. I you love get a lot of return of, of the, the previous character, the, previ- uh, the characters you do. You from see the previous a lot book. Of, yeah. But yeah. you don't have to read them in order. If you just want to pick uh-huh. up one, you're fine. But you do, it, it is fun to kind of see where they are as you go on to the series. Yeah. I love that. Well, my next one was a Blaze too. And I read it because nice. we had a, an idea once upon a time for the podcast. Yeah. 
podcast. <laughs> um, and it was Teasing Her Seal by Anne Marsh. And oh. in it, they, the heroine is a surgeon. And she goes on this exotic island. Again, a d- different type of like, Beyonce was cheating on her. She didn't get married, but I'm going on the honeymoon. Like, I love that. I love it. And there's an undercover Navy SEAL there. This is their relationship. I loved this. So like the vampire cowboy ones were fun, but kind of dark. This one is like Sarah's always talking about Blaze being just fun and flirty. And that was this book. And with her being a surgeon, she's used to being in control all the time. She has to be in control. That's her job. And in this one, the hero's like, you're here. Like, just give control to me. Like, let me be in control all the time. And it is so sexy and hot and fun. And oh my (laughs) gosh, she gets on the helicopter to leave and go home. And you just think like, that's it. You think that's it. And then he shows up at the hospital. Oh my God, I cried. (laughs) All this fun and flirty. And then I'm just bawling. So (laughs) teasing her seal, you guys there. I think there's like two other books that follow like his seal friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Like Sarah's always (laughs) saying, Sarah's always saying like Blaze is fun and flirty. And if you want the fun and flirty, check out this book, check this Mm -hmm. series out. Absolutely. Well, to follow that up, my next one is from the Temptation line. Yes, I and, knew it. <laughs> I and knew it's, you were going to show for the Temptation. Yes. It's Just a Little Fling by Julie Kistler. And this one has such a great setup and really just all throughout the story. So it's at a wedding, you know, that our, our both our main characters are arranging, a, you know, a, a one night stand because they're both kind of, you know, depressed being at this wedding, seeing people happy and everything. But there's a mix up with keys and people end up in the wrong bedroom, in the wrong hotel room. when that happens. And, I know. Yes. And it's, it's great because the characters realize it right away, but they're both kind of like, you know, Sarah, as you say all the time, they wouldn't kick each other out of bed for eating crackers. That's right, yeah. so they're, they're just like, well, well, I'm, I'm good with it if you are. Like, we can just keep going. Worse accidents have happened. Yeah. Right? <laughs> There's a whole situation where she tries to leave in the morning, but then like the whole wedding party is right outside her door when she's <laughs> coming out in like barely a shirt. You know? And so just these awkward situations all throughout, which I just I love. love. I love embarrassment comedy in my romance. Yes. It's yes. Just- I live for it. Yep. I feel like those, like, I feel like with Temptation and Blaze, just from like hearing you two talk about the series that you've read, they had series that like didn't take themselves too serious. Oh, yeah. The whole point was to be funny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And to that note, to to back up on yours as well, Brie, my next one is a dare by Anne Marsh. Oh, God. And it's the hook of a dare. (laughs) Which was the, my favorite dare that I've ever read. Now, not to say that I don't like the dare line, but you guys know I'm not all for the real spicy stuff. But this okay. one, this is your read, the hookup, right? The hookup, yeah, hookup. This one read like a Blaze novel, and it, this could have been a Blaze, as far as I was concerned. And I love the premise. So she's a ballerina, and her ex puts this like video of her up online. So she shows up at the office of the people who put this up online. She's like, "Dude, you need to take that down now." And he's like, <laughs> "Heck no!" Because we're getting a lot of hits from this. <laughs> So then, the no pun intended, them, right? <laughs> Literally. So the two of them start this relationship, and of course, it does get very spicy. But I still felt like with the dare line, I haven't read enough of them to actually state. A lot of the older dare books tended to cross a line that made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. This one does not. 
it was a blaze book as far as I was concerned, you know, and, and I really, really liked it. I highly recommend it. It was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. I went back, I think before we talked with Regina and I, I've made it a point to try to read blaze, uh, not blaze dare in order. So I read the very first one and I agree with what you have always said. It, it starts out very dark and kind of like Regina Kyle said, like, it started out as one thing and ended up something else. I do think as the series progressed, it did get more fun. It, it, it was like some of the ones I have read have been very dark office romance-ish. Or and, motorcycle, yeah. you know, kind of gang thing. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, if you're new to Dare, if you want to pick up Dare, it's not going to be necessarily fun and flirty like Blaze or like Temptation. In the beginning, you have to maybe look towards the later books. Later but books. even still, I think Blaze and Temptation had the fun and flirty just kind of on lock. Whereas, Agreed. you know, Dare, it just depended on the author. It really depended on the author. Agreed. Um, I have a love inspired, guys. I Yay! have Her Eden Legacy by Danica Favorite. Nice. I loved this book. <laughs> this one, the heroine is like one of the, like the secret offspring of this big family. And she shows up. She's like a reporter or something. She's there to do work basically and they're like very open and welcoming to her and along she's just her mom always kind of made this family sound not like they wouldn't be very welcoming to her and that's not what she sees when she's there and she actually reaches out to her mom like you should come because everything you've always told me is just not adding up like they're very welcoming very loving and she does. And it it really was this kind of redemption story. I, like Sarah has said before in conversations, and I agree with her, like my very first love inspired was Belle Calhoun and it was not preachy. I know that for some readers, if it is too preachy, it's going to pull you out of the story. So again, I think that that just depends on the author and their writing style and what they choose to include. Luckily for me, my, my first experience was the perfect balance. The the characters were people of faith, but it we weren't over we weren't hit over the head with it. And that's how I felt with this Danica favorite. Like it it just was part of the story. It almost felt like a heartwarming in a way. Yes. But there was a little bit of conversation of faith. Like you knew these were people of faith. So I think if you want to get into Love Inspired, definitely check out her hidden legacy by Danica Favorite. She used to also write the historicals. Were they love inspired historicals? Yes. She has yes. a crazy long backlist that I really want to get into. So check her out if you're wanting to get into love inspired. My last one was suggested to me by, or the author was suggested to me by Pippa Roscoe. I feel like we can never do a recording without mentioning Pippa. <laughs> kind of a must. We're, we're Pippa <laughs> fan clubs here. Pippa sitting at home and checking it off. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> It's A Scandal at Midnight by Annie Burroughs, and it's a historical line. And this one had such a great setup. It's this fairly wealthy family, and the daughter goes to this, this island that's on their estate that has, you know, an old ruin on it. And she goes there to think, and, you know, when she's frustrated and stuff. And she finds herself, you know, there late at night, and her brother and some of his friends decide to, you know, row over to the to the island, you know, and they're obviously intoxicated and everything. And she hides from them, but then they strand the male main character there naked, completely naked. <laughs> and the water's, you know, too rough to swim back. And so the only option is that she's got to row this guy, this naked man back, you know, <laughs> in her rowboat. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> 
this is this is an historical. This is a historical, and you know what? I think something that so someone who has not gotten into the historical genre, I think they don't realize that comedy is actually a really important part of a good historical, at least to yeah, me. Yeah. Yes. And this one just nails it right off mm-hmm. the bat. I mean, there's another part where she like climbs her library bookshelves to hide on top of the shelves <laughs> and all the. I dust need this one. Everything. I need it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you said that because you're right. Some of the historicals that I've read that I've loved have actually been like really funny. Yes. What do you And got, I'm going to go in a slightly different direction with the historicals, but I am ending with a historical and potentially, as I like to say, my favorite Harlequin book of all time. And that is Diary mm-hmm. of a War Bride by uh, Laurie Robinson. Takes place during World War II. It is a um, American soldier and a British land girl. And he is like stationed near where she lives. And every chapter starts out with her writing this diary entry. And it's their relationship. They meet by chance. He's bike riding into town. And it's a very simple story. But what got me, it had me in tears at the end because as you're reading the book, like you're getting these diary entries from her. And all I'm thinking in my head is I'm up in my great grandparents' attic and I find my great grandmother's diary. And this is the story that I'm reading. It could have happened to anyone. You know what I mean? Could have been anyone's Mm -hmm. family. And it was just, it was real. And that's what I love so much about it. And Laurie Robinson has very quickly become a favorite author of mine under the historicals. But that one, I mean, she has written both my favorite, and I hate to say it, one of my least favorite. (laughs) (laughs) That's honest, though. They're not going to get it right every time. The one that took place in Salem, Massachusetts. She was taking a chance, and I give her credit on that one. (laughs) But it wasn't the time nor the place. But anyway, Diary of a War Bride. Please, please, please read it. It's fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. (laughs) I didn't realize Laurie wrote the Salem one. Book. <laughs> I'm like kudos for taking a chance. <laughs> you took a chance, yes. right? We have to Girl, give it. A- yes. <laughs> <laughs> so my last one was Surprise Reunion with His Cinderella by Rachel Stewart. We all yes. know, like at the top of the list of fangirls for Rachel Stewart is me. That's right. <laughs> Um, this is a first loves reunited romance. So Sarah read Sophie Pembroke's book, which was the first in the series. Yes. And then I read the second one and they, there's this whole series is about a matchmaking agency for the wealthy, the ultra wealthy, <laughs> the ultra wealthy. So you get sent to this place. You don't know who's going to be there. You're just like given your, the characters in this one, they go to the seashells, this island called seashells. And you're told be at dinner at this time. And that's when you meet the person. And this is a second chance romance. They were together once upon a time, but she was like the daughter of the housekeeper. I mean, there's a little bit of class thing in there. And it's just, this was my first Rachel read after Dare closed. And I was excited. I'm like, she's going to romance. I love the romance line. It just is so cool to see an already favorite author pivot and do something different. Yes. And I really enjoyed it. I loved the island setting. I've since read her Beauty and the Reclusive uh, Millionaire, which she sets in like the Greek islands. She captures the fairy tale of like just being like once upon a time in a land far away. Like she Mm -hmm. captures that Mm -hmm. so well. Like you're here and it's just you two. Here's your shit. Work on it. (laughs) I I love it so much. So yes, um, start there. I think if you want to pick up romance, again, this is part of a series. So you can read Mm -hmm. Sophie's book first. They can be read as standalones. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, I mean, just go read everything Rachel Stewart. Is read so right. there you go <laughs> yep, <exactly. laughs> 
Julianne Lindsay has a new one out. Um, uh, Heartland Heroes number five, Accidental Witness. Yes. I have got my hands on that one. I cannot wait to read it. It's going to be fabulous. Over in Thule, I don't think she has anything coming out. Now. Well, she did sign a three book deal. So Stacey Agdern, read whatever yes. she has out. But if you're looking for Jewish mm-hmm. romances, Stacey Agdern is like a go-to. So go check those out. I'm reading uh, A Nurse to Claim His Heart by Juliet Highland right now nice. as one of my vlog projects. And I'm loving that so far. I'm loving how easy you can consume a medical. Like, yes, it's yes. You, you can just swallow them in a day. I can't wait to see. Are, she's going to be live. With, are, are you going to be live with her? Or are you just yes. doing the vlog? Okay. Yeah, okay, she's coming onto my YouTube channel the first week of April, I believe. She's so nice. fun. She's so awesome. fun. I ordered awesome. that one. That's one I'm waiting for in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> JC Haraway, new medical coming out. First medical. Mm-hmm. So be mm-hmm. on the lookout for that. I'm excited. You yep, have another yep. one, Sarah? Um, the last one I want to mention is The Hero Next Door by uh, Carrie Nichols. The cover got me first. It's a special edition. Like he's holding kittens and I'm like, oh, yes. kittens. And Carrie I'm like, oh, it's Carrie Nichols. Yeah. Extra bonus. <laughs> yeah. I know. Add to cart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She actually sent me that one and it was and it just arrived one day and I was I was so pleased with it. It was so oh, yeah. so happy. I was like, oh my gosh. And it's so the cover too, the is just <laughs> all the things. Did I you love it. see like her and Lucy Monroe? They actually got to like yeah. hang out recently yes. and take photos, and it just made my heart so happy. I, I love know. seeing oh, yeah. author <laughs> friendships. Uh-huh. I love it. I love it. But I have to admit, like Aaron, I agree. I'm reading Luan, Luana DeRosa's Rose, De book, Falling for Her Off-Limit bo- Off-Limits Boss. I think that's what it's called, Medical. And I've just been like, every time I sit down and pick it up, I'm just like binging through it. They are yeah. so like easy and Readable. fast to read. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. they're like in the hospital and stuff's happening and like, but romantic things are happening too. It's yeah. just like so <laughs> much going on. I'm like, oh my gosh, save the patient, but like give them that eye contact. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, I know um, you've been I'm currently some reading stuff. another Jen Gilroy, but it's an Orion publishing. It's the Sweetheart Locket. Okay. So it's a oh, okay. It's you picked it up. A history, you know, dual timeline one that the the grandmother and then nice. the granddaughter in the present time. So I just started that one today. Nice. And Sarah, you loved. You had a Meg Cabot you read recently and loved, right? Oh my god, it was so good. No words. Uh, the third book in the Bridge Island series. I didn't realize it was part of a series. I saw it at the library last week. I'm like, ooh, bright, shiny cover. I'll take that. Looks good. And I <laughs> That's flew enough for through it. Flew through it. And I'm like, oh my God, this book was, it was exactly, because when I was in hospital, I didn't read. When I'm upset, when I'm scared, when I'm whatever, I couldn't, con- and can I shout out? So there were some Pippa and there's some other amazing authors who reached out to me and sent me like yarks of their books. Bless all of you. I will get to them. I just wasn't in the mood to read in the hospital, but this one like pulled me out of that funk and it was so, so good. So good. Well, I just started another one that I know you finished and enjoyed the sweetheart deal by Miranda Liaison. That one was so, that one I did listen to in hospital. I I had it on audio. It was adorable. I'm like still on the first chapter, but I'm, I'm listening to that too. Like Aaron was mentioning about foodie books. Do not be hungry while reading that book. Because she like (laughs) runs like a a bread, like they make French bread. And then he works across the street at an Italian restaurant. This is not good for the diet, people. And we all know I love some pasta, so. Right? (laughs) All right, listeners. Well, we will be back with another one of these. 
in a couple of months. And okay, so this is still March when this is coming out. So we're still in Heather Graham March. We hope that you are, you know, reading something Heather Graham. Email us your thoughts at the Categorically Romance Pod at Gmail. April is matchmaker April. Yes. <laughs> We're so excited about that. So dig through your shelves, ask around, reach out to us. We'll help you find you some yep. matchmaker categories. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. We came up with May, didn't we? We did. Unconventional. We did. And it was Aaron, Aaron was the catalyst. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have suggestions, reach out, let us know. Just for months of, to come for some, yeah, yeah for tropes. Just theme, trope, themes, whatever, and we'll run with it. So we will talk to you in our next episode. Have a lovely day, everybody. Thank you for listening. Bye.